Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store. Orleans Cape Cod. Birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By L.L. Bean. Inspiring you to get outdoors. LLBean.com. By Celestron. Offering binoculars and scopes for birders of all levels. Celestron.com. By Birds and Beans Shade-Grown Bird-Friendly Coffee. Birdsandbeans.com. And by Chimani. Visiting a national park? Let Chimani guide you. Chimani.com. Good morning. Welcome to our show, number 596. Well, as part of the ongoing celebration of the 100th anniversary of the National Park Service here in 2016, we're broadcasting live from Yosemite National Park, nearly 750,000 acres filled with waterfalls and giant granite cliffs from the 3,000-foot-tall El Capitan to Half Dome and towering sequoias and lots of birds as well. And we have as our first guest this morning, special guest, all our guests are special, of course. And, uh, Scott, you're no exception. Ranger in Yosemite National Park Public Affairs Officer and Spokesman, Scott Gediman. Good morning. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Ray. Great to have you with us. I was going to say that you wear a lot of hats, but you mostly wear that stick that you ranger hat that I just saw over there. I do, and I'm very proud to wear it. Yes, indeed. It's very sharp. Well, tell us about your job, because you really do wear lots of hats at your job. Yeah, I've been here in Yosemite for a little over 20 years now. So as a public affairs officer, my staff and myself represent the park to the news media. So we do a lot of television interviews, radio interviews, print interviews. We also get to put on special events. I got to coordinate a lot of events for the Centennial. We greet visitors from around the world and just have a lot of fun. And how many visitors a year? Oh, we get over 4 million visitors a year. In fact, we're on a pace this year to have our busiest year ever. Well, you've known Yosemite, uh, as you say, you've been here for a long time, but you've, you've known Yosemite since you were a little shaver coming in here with your, with your family and professionally since 96, right? So you know something about this place. It's a big subject, obviously, to cover in a couple of minutes, but give us an overview uh, of Yosemite National Park and including the birds. Yosemite National Park is in the central Sierra Nevada. We're famous for our granite cliffs, such as El Capitan that you mentioned, Half Dome, Cathedral Rocks, Waterfalls. Yosemite Falls is the tallest waterfall in North America. We've got beautiful alpine meadows, huge array of wildlife, a lot of birds, a lot of rare and endangered birds are here throughout the park. Mammals, black bear, mountain lions, bobcats, foxes. So it's an incredibly diverse, beautiful, wonderful place. One of our staff saw a bear yesterday. A bear cut up, I think. But she didn't go for and pet it, which would not be, not be the thing, right? No, all of the bears are wild. All animals are wild. And this time of year, the bears are trying to consume up to 20,000 calories a day as they get ready to sleep for the winter. So the bears and a lot of our wildlife are real active this time of year. What are people surprised about when they come to Yosemite? They have some idea what it's about. But what are people surprised about, do you think? I think people are surprised at the scale. We're here at 4,000 feet here in Yosemite Valley, in the heart of Yosemite Valley. And we look up, as you mentioned, at El Capitan Half Dome. We have these 3,000-foot granite walls. And so just how huge everything is really 
people can't tell by photographs and so it's the scale and the grandeur of yosemite i think that really captivates a lot of people you have obviously a lot of famous visitors here like including this year family and former first ladies yeah we've been very fortunate to have some wonderful guests last year we had the co-chair of the national park centennial former first lady laura bush came out we were honored to spend some time with her and we made one of the videos and it was wonderful and she loves the national parks as people know and we had a wonderful time and then just this past father's day weekend we were honored to have president obama the first lady and the first family here for some um, centennial events and a family vacation. Right. So some of the things that keep you a little bit busy. Yeah, it's been a busy year, but a great year, and it's a wonderful time to be celebrating the centennial of the National Park Service. I just have one more question for you. What is Yosemite Sam really like? Oh, it's uh, just a cartoon, just a cartoon. People ask you about it, right? right, right people. Didn't you mention when we were off the air, you, were, you, you said people talk about uh, Yogi Bear, too, but it's the wrong park. Well, they do ask about the picnic baskets and Jellystone, and it, it, it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun, though. <laughs> Scott Gediman, Ranger and Public Affairs Officer and spokesman here at Yosemite National Park. I think you're off to a TV shoot, are you not? I am. We're doing a big production today for uh, Visit California, and uh, there's always something going on here in Yosemite. Good luck with that, and uh, thanks for being with us on the radio. Thank you very much. Scott Gediman, ladies and gentlemen. Talking Birds is sponsored in part by Chimani, providing free outdoor mobile app travel guides to plan and navigate your journey to more than 400 national parks, monuments, and historic sites from Acadia to Zion. Go to Chimani.com, that's C-H-I-M-A-N-I.com, to download your free app today. And while we're mentioning Chimani, we'd like to say thanks to lots of folks, including Chimani, makers of those wonderful free apps for visiting our national parks. And we certainly want to thank our hosts here at Yosemite National Park and the National Park Service. And L.L. Uh, Bean, inspiring you to get outdoors. Chimani, makers of wonderful free apps for exploring our parks. Cornell Lab of Ornithology, exploring and conserving nature. Exploring Electron, a decades-long leader in the optics industry, helping to make these broadcasts possible. And a great thanks, too, to Yosemite Valley Lodge, our wonderful hosts here. Lodge are providing excellent accommodations for us. Thank you so much. Still to come on our show today, our famous mystery bird contest, uh, in which a Talking Birds listener whose ID, who can ID our bird will win a fabulous feeder from Droll Yankees, makers of the world's best bird. And by the way, we have a bonus prize state today. We reach out back out to the East Coast and make it Connecticut. So if you get through to our show as first caller from that state in our mystery bird contest, that's a very special mystery prize. It's a restaurant, a pair of Nature DX binoculars, waterproof, fully rubber armored, phase coated backdoor prisms for increased resolution, fully multi coated optics. Close focus of six and a half feet for viewing nearby subjects, but not bears. You don't want to get that close to any of the bears here at Yosemite, or probably close to any bear. Also, this morning, we'll talk with our man Mike O'Connor from the Bird Watchers General Store on Cape Cod about the birds that he's seeing right now in Hawaii. There. And in just a moment, a song from Cape Cod will introduce to us a bird 
that folks can see up in the high elevation trails here at Yosemite from June until I think right about now, mid-October. It's today's Talking Birds featured feathered friend. Talking Birds is Talking Birds featured feathered friend. Birds company offering binoculars and spotting scopes for birders of all levels. Celestron dedicated to educate levels. Celestron dedicated to educate levels. Many nonprofits share the same commitment. Enhance your view with Celestron. Visit Celestron.com and discover more. You should have fallen in love with old Cape Cod. In some resort areas, like Cape Cod, for example, winter rentals are very popular. Residents with vacation homes in places like Florida fly south for the season, and folks looking for low-cost lodging on the Cape settle into comfy quarters that would otherwise be vacant for a few months. Well, guess what? There's at least one species of bird that does this winter rental thing, too, although not on Cape Cod. Way out west... In the state of Washington, at this time of year, the cliff swallows that nest on the basalt cliffs overlooking the Cooley Lakes have long since abandoned the area and headed south to their wintering grounds, which cover most of South America. The bird that settles in for a winter roost in the cliff swallows' abandoned nests is the gray-crowned rosy finch. This finch nests high in the mountains in summer and then scours the low country in large flocks in the winter, searching for weed seeds to sustain it through the cold months and retiring to the cozy comfort of the cliff swallows' nests at night. The male gray-crowned rosy finch is a colorful medium-sized finch with a brown body and pink coloration on the shoulders, Flanks and belly. It has a dark brown forehead, a yellow bill with a dark tip, and gray patches on the back of the head and the belly. The female is similar but duller in color. At the present time, six subspecies of the gray crowned rosy finch are recognized, with some displaying brown cheeks and others gray, depending on the areas where they're found, and they differ in size too with the Pribilof and Aleutian Island birds weighing almost twice as much as those farther inland. The gray crowned is one of three rosy finch species in North America, the others being the brown-capped rosy finch and the black rosy finch. Rosy finches leave no roses to thank those cliff swallows for the free winter rental, but they do have a flower connection. A group of them is collectively known as a bouquet. The gray-crowned rosy finch, Leucosticti tephrocotus. Today's Talking Birds featured feathered friend. Thanks again for being with us here. It's our show, number 596, coming to you live from Yosemite National Park in the Sierra Nevada Mountains here in California. We hope you'll follow us on our website, TalkingBirds.com. And also on Facebook and Twitter at Talking Birds. We have two more guests to welcome today. Pete Devine has taught outdoors in Yosemite for 30 years, is now the Yosemite Conservancy's resident naturalist. He's originally from New England. We get some applause for New England. We like that. 
Peter's a plotter himself. He's uh, worked in the West as a park ranger, archaeologist, river guide, naturalist, a teacher, and many other things. And he's been studying the recession of Yosemite's Lyle Glacier since 1998. Crystal Barnes is full-time raptor monitor and observer of the symbiotic relationships between peregrine falcons and climbers working with ornithologists to monitor the nests and breeding activity of the birds. Welcome, Pete. Thank you, Ray. Welcome, Crystal. Thank you. Pete, I want to start with you. This is a pretty birdy place to include, I think, 165 resident and migratory songbird species. Tell us a bit about the birding here in Yosemite and a little, bit, a little bit about the research, songbird research especially that's going on here. You bet, Ray. Thanks. In addition to the 165 regulars that are here, we have our, our bird list has 262 species, which is a pretty good uh, total for an inland area where we don't have big bodies of water, we don't have a coast. But uh, a lot of diversity because of the park's elevation from 2,000 feet in the foothills up to 13,000 feet at the, the top of our highest alpine peaks. So really diverse and diverse habitats uh, within those elevations. The, uh, the Yosemite Conservancy works closely with the National Park Service to support the needs of the park and included in those needs are uh, keeping track of our biological resources so our donors have funded some really important and interesting research projects, including uh, the longest-running uh, bird studies uh, in Yosemite, where are in in the Sierra Nevada, going back to 1990 with this banding program, monitoring avian productivity and survivorship. And uh, so, a handful of banding stations, each of which has a handful of nets and very busy crews that are uh, capturing songbirds every spring and then recapturing those songbirds and learning more about their population dynamics, how long these birds live, what birds are living in Yosemite and breeding in Yosemite. Uh, the newest thing is attaching uh, these GPS receivers to black-headed grosbeaks, one of our neotropical migrant species. And when we recover those birds, we can then find out where they've been and how long they've been in places and have discovered something new these birds don't just move from breeding territory to wintering territory, but they have an extended stopover on the way uh, north and south. Uh, this is something new that we've discovered through this research. Another big project that the Yosemite Conservancy has been involved in with the Park Service is looking at the effects of our fires, forest fires. We had a very large fire affect the park in 2013. Uh, the effects in particular on two important species of owls, this, the California spotted owl and the great gray owl. And we find uh, this big fire affected a lot of habitat for these owls. But we find so far the early indications are the owls are adapting just fine. They're still coming back to these territories even after fire has been through there. Good news there. We have some good news about peregrine falcons, I think, as well. Uh, thanks in part to Crystal Barnes, who's here with us now um how's the program going there are a lot of peregrine falcons nesting here at yosemite now am i right yeah it's going really well um actually we this year was one of the best years for our surveys we found um 16 pairs and of the 16 pairs we had 15 nest sites so that's that's the most we've we've ever documented in the park so it's really exciting year for peregrines here 
But you're a climber yourself, I think. Are you? Are you? Are you not? Well, I wouldn't lump myself with the climbers, but yes, I do. I do actually um, really enjoy climbing as a as recreational sport. But I don't have it in my blood and soul like a lot of the climbers do here in Yosemite. Well, I, mean, I should have mentioned first the, the reason I say that because you interact with climbers in terms of protecting the, the birds. Yeah, so that's a really great part about my job is, you know, I. Um, I'm looking for these nesting pairs because here in Yosemite, we implement protection of the nest sites because climbing can be so in their environment. Um, climbers can uh, climb, you know, really high cliffs here and peregrines nest really high in the cliffs. And so we close routes to protect the nesting pairs from this human disturbance and this interaction. So it's one of my favorite things to actually get to educate the climbing community and work with the climbing community we actually get a lot of support from the climbing community here in yosemite great to hear i want to go back to you pete quickly about uh this is another topic that's too big to do quickly but maybe an overview you've been studying the recession or the receding of of the lyle glacier here uh, since 1998 tell us about that and and what what the status is right Uh, most people don't put glacier in california in the same sense But we do have a number of glaciers in California and here in the Sierra Nevada on our highest peaks. We have uh, two small glaciers, the Lyle and the McClure. Both have been receding since John Muir's time when he was up there studying the ice. And uh, we are seeing climate change very visible, no question. We've known it's happening for decades. So I bring a group with Yosemite Conservancy up there every year, taking a series of reference photos that go back to the 1880s. And it's very obvious that we can see these glaciers shrinking away with climate change. Wow. Pete Devine uh, and Crystal Barnes here with us on the show. Thank you so much, Pete and Crystal. Uh, Coming up next, it's our mystery bird contest in just one minute. If you've listened to Talking Birds over the past several weeks, you may have heard us talking about our upcoming trip to the Galapagos Islands. And guess what? The guest list is now almost full. So if you'd like to join us, and we hope you will, the time to sign up is now. We'll travel with our friends from Sunrise Birding, one of the world's finest small group touring companies. I'll be your host for the trip to this truly amazing place where we'll get up close to giant Galapagos tortoises and marine iguanas and spectacular bird species, including Darwin's famous finches. And we'll even snorkel with Galapagos penguins. We'll be led by expert local guides, and we'll cruise in comfort aboard a custom-designed first-class yacht. Sound good? Well, don't hesitate. There are just a few cabins still available. We'll visit places and see things that most other tour groups simply don't see. Get all the details right now at sunrisebirding.com. That's sunrisebirding.com. Our mystery bird contest every week here on Talking Birds made possible in part by the Cornell Lab of Ornithology, a world leader in the study, appreciation, and conservation of birds. Please check them out at birds.cornell.edu. We mentioned at the top of the show that our bonus prize state is uh, back there on the East Coast, Connecticut. If you get through to our show as the first caller from that state, here on our Mystery Bird Contest, you'll win that special bonus prize, a pair of Nature DX binoculars by Celestron. So good luck, nutmeg staters. By the way, you're eligible for our Mystery Bird Contest if you haven't won uh, in the past six months. Uh, You can also uh, find us, by the way, if you're not listening to us live, you can do that on our live stream. uh, And you can find us on iTunes or at TalkingBirds.com. Here's our phone number, the most important part of our Mystery Bird Contest, because if you don't call in, we don't have a contest. 
let's see if I can remember the number. 781-837-4900. 781-837-4900. Our prize is the Droll Yankees SFD Double Suet Feeder. It holds two popular size suet cakes or raw suet or fruit or anything you want to put in there. Hoping something that the birds would like. That, that's our prize, the double suet feeder from Droll Yankees. 781-837-4900 is the number. Here's the sound of our mystery bird. Not exactly a long bird, but uh, that, is our, that is our mystery bird. Here's a clue, or here are some clues. Uh, our bird is a gray or brownish-gray hunter of western mountain pine forests with dark eyes and short feathered ear tufts. Unlike its relative, our mystery bird rarely eats mice or shrews or other small vertebrates. I didn't mean to look at you, Debbie, when I said shrew. I'm sorry about that. Uh, feeding almost exclusively on insects, especially crickets, beetles, and moths. Our bird gets its common name from the flame-like markings on the faces and backs in some populations and individuals. That would be our mystery bird. What is it? Tell us or take a guess because no correct answer means a drawing will determine our winner. So uh, take a shot at it, not at the bird, but at the contest uh, at 781-837-4900, 781-837-4900. Okay. Well, Mike O'Connor is in Hawaii. We know that for sure. Whether we are going to connect with him or not, we're not entirely positive, but uh, we'll find out. Let's ask Mike in just one minute. If you've never tried the coffee we here at Talkin' Birds drink and recommend Birds and Beans, here's a holiday season offer you shouldn't refuse. You get a dozen 12-ounce bags of the delicious bird-friendly coffee recommended by the Cornell Lab of Ornithology. And it includes two bags of wood thrush breakfast roast, two American Red Start light roast, three scarlet tanager French roast, three chestnut-sided warbler medium roast, and two Baltimore Oriole French roast decaf, all ground and ready to brew or whole bean if you prefer. Regular cost $158.70, now just $120, a savings of 25% on birds and beans certified shade grown usda organic and fair trade coffee it's a great deal it's great coffee and you'll be doing your part to help save the tropical forests on which so many of our birds depend please don't miss out on this limited time offer go to birdsandbeans.com right now to place your order that's birdsandbeans.com could we have a round of applause here for mike o'connor all the way out there Hey, Mike, we got that in case uh, in place of the music that we play for you, because I know you want to hear have your music, but we thought that nice applause would be a nice substitute. Oh, uh, that was a very nice applause, and you did kind of play my music when you played Old Cape Cod, right? So that, you, that worked out fine. That's right, that is your music. I'm glad you picked up on that. Yes, indeed. So what is the deal, Mike? We, we came all the way west to California, so in order to escape our clutches, you went even further west. To Hawaii, is that, is that yeah, the deal? Yeah, you can't top me on your vacations, right? Well, <laughs> I bet it's not raining. Everybody's really happy here because it's raining. It hasn't oh, been okay. raining. Oh, good. Like, I mean, not good, great for you, but yeah, they need the rain. So uh, huh. I'm on the big island now. We just got back from Kauai, and um, my wife thinks we're out here to celebrate our 40th anniversary, but I'm really here looking for birds. 
<laughs> Are you really I'm looking ho- for birds? I'm hoping to see, to see one of the pool. famous honey creepers, the Eevee, um, so far. No luck, but I just see some cool birds. Kauai's really good. Um, so a lot of chickens. <laughs> they have chickens running loose everywhere, but we went to a couple of wildlife refuges and saw um, some tropic birds and some brown and red-footed boobies, or brown boobies and red-footed boobies. And um, the place we're staying now on the big island is right off in front of the deck here, uh, apparently uh, uh, nesting uh, black naughties, which are kind of a, a, a turn bird, and which is really cool. I've never seen one, so they're, and they're apparently right here. So that's good. And in a, a little while, because it's 3 in the morning here, so I'm going to go back to bed. But then I'm going to go <laughs> up to Volcano National Park so that Chimani app better work, because that's what I'm depending upon. All right, you can count on it. Let's hear from Mike O'Connor, ladies <laughs> Hey, Mike, have a great vacation. See lots of birds. We'll talk to you next week. You too. Have a great show out there. Thanks. All right. Thank you. All right. That's our man, Mike O'Connor. He'll be back with us next week with advice for, uh, for your backyard birding and lots of other stuff. Uh, let's see. Oh, we're back here in the mystery bird contest. And uh, we are going right now to Rita in Dedham. Massachusetts. Good morning, Rita. Yeah. Hi, Ray. How are you, Rita? Yeah, good. How are you? Great to hear from you. Uh, we, we have a lot of rain out here. How are things in Dedham? Oh, it's nice. On the cool side, but um, it is very nice. All right. Good to hear. We're happy to have the rain out here. We need some rain back there as well, for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you heard some clues there on uh, our mystery bird. What do you uh, What do you think it is? I'm going to say the American woodcock. The American woodcock. Anybody want to read? Uh, we're getting some oohs uh, and yeah, some shaking of, of heads. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Sad looks are all around here. <laughs> not, not an American woodcock, but thank you so much, Rita. Okay. All right. Thanks for the call. All right. Yep, 781 okay. bye. 781-837-4900 is the number. Uh, here on our Mystery Bird Contest, we have uh, Carrie uh, in Peabody, Massachusetts, up there on the north shore of our home state. Good morning, Carrie. Good morning. Did I get your name right? Yes. Yes, that's correct. All right. Well, thank you for calling in, Carrie. And uh, do you want to say hi to the folks here at Yosemite? We have them all lined up here. Oh, I love Yosemite. Hi, everyone. Next question is, have you been to Yosemite? I have, yes. I used to live in San Francisco, so love California. Yeah, love California. It's cold and it's damp. Well, it is here today, but anyway. Uh, Okay, mystery bird contest. Um, Carrie, what do you you think? I think it's the rose-throated Picard. Whoa. Wow, we're getting some some more, should we say, sour looks over here? Yeah. Uh, no, that is not, that is not, that is a top quality, uh, guess there, Carrie, but that is not the, uh, not what we were looking for. All right. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Carrie. All right. You're welcome. Have a nice All day. Right. All right. You too. 781-837-4900. It's <laughs> our number. We're, uh, we're very close to being out of time, but if we can sneak another call in here, we will. 781 837 Four nine hundred, uh, Scott. Why don't you pop back up here for just a moment, if if you if you would, while we're seeing if we can clear another call through. Just tell people how they can find out more about Yosemite if they 
don't already know about it. The best uh, way for information is to look at our website, www.nps.gov slash Y-O-S-E. That's the park's website. Oh, Pete, I want to get you in here. Thanks. Quick, because I want to ask you, I don't know if you even have time to do this, but I did want to ask you about uh, the big woodpecker track that you're going to be doing in December and how people can get involved in that. Can you do it really quickly? You have 11 species of woodpeckers here. You bet. Again, because of our diverse forests, 11 species of woodpeckers, more than anywhere else in North America. And the Conservancy hosts one of our field seminar courses to go and spend a day looking for as many kinds of woodpeckers as we can. It's a lot of fun, and people learn a lot more about woodpeckers than they ever imagined that they would. Website address to find out about it? YosemiteConservancy.org. All right. Thank you, Pete. Uh, we're, 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 we're putting another caller through here, but... Uh I, I don't think I don't think we we're going to get to it because guess what I believe we are out of time. That is our show for today. Thank you so much, everybody here at Yosemite. Executive producer of Talking Birds is Mark Duffield. Our associate producer is Debbie Bleacher. Our crack engineer is Jesse Wilkins. I'm Ray Brown. See you next week. Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Birdwatchers General Store. For Lean's Cape Cod, birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By L.L. Bean, inspiring you to get outdoors. LLBean.com. By Celestron, offering binoculars and scopes for birders of all levels. Celestron.com. By Birds and Beans, shade-grown, bird-friendly coffee. Birdsandbeans.com. And by Chimani. Visiting a national park? Let Chimani guide you. Chimani.com.